2: What's going on, Wild Black Family? Listen, today, just get out your pens, your pad, pencil, hella crayon, whatever you write with, whatever you take notes with, because today you are going to school. Dr. Keith Jennings is with us. And when I tell you, this episode started out being only about what Africa is, the real Wakanda. But when I tell you, this brother went so deep in so many different places. This is an opportunity to sit down in front of the professor and gain some knowledge. So like I said in the beginning, grab your pen, your pad, your crayon, your highlighter, whatever you write with, get something to write on and catch these notes because this brother is going to enrich you. Pay attention, listen up. And by the way, this is our second two-part episode. He gave so much we had to break it into two parts. I hope you enjoy it. Peace. So
0: in this country... You have to search high and low to even get any information on what's going on in Africa. You almost have to be a specialist. Right. Uh, and the lack of knowledge about Africa will lead you to think that it's a country. Uh, Correct. Or, or that Madagascar is a movie. Correct. You know, and, right. And, and so the marginalization of Africa in terms of foreign policy, it, it also reflects this schizophrenic nature of, of this society. It don't want to talk about Africa, because if you talk about Africa, then you got to talk about how did these 45 million African-Americans ah. come to be? Because, as I tell some of my students, we didn't always exist. And they say, Dr. Jennings, what you talking about? We are a combination and a mixture of people through a cruel process right. that produced us. You know, uh, uh, Richard Wright wrote about our strange birth, and and that's how we... Became who we are. Became who we are. Became who we are. Became who we are. Became who we are.
1: Became who we are. Welcome to Wild wow Black, a seriously opinionated podcast bringing you the real and raw on anything happening while black. If black culture's there, we're there. If you're pissed or empowered, then let's talk about it. Ride with us on this all black everything. All right, welcome back, wild black listeners. We got another episode for you, just as we continuously do. Um, we know it's a lot of a uh, uh, fanfare and, and excitement around this this election that's been going on, um, and we finally got Agent Orange out the game, Done. out of there. So I know a Hopefully. lot of a lot of folks excited, right? <laughs> Hopefully, the fight the fight continues, right. but. Hopefully, you know, we'd have made it happen. Uh, We're we glad everybody got out and voted and, and exercised their right. Um, and hopefully, and we will have a, a, a better future for black America. Um, but today, we got a nice guest that's going to walk us through something that's really important and near and dear to all of us, because from an ancestral standpoint, we actually come from Africa. Um, and what I'm going to do before we kind of jump right in, I'm going to allow him to, to, to really give us a brief, you know, bio. Let us know about you. Tell listeners who you
2: are and, and what you do. And, and how he became an expert on all things Africa. Let him know
0: something. Well, I'm, I'm Dr. Keith Jennings. Uh, I'm a professor over at Clark Atlanta University. Uh, I've, I've just been lucky. In fact, I should change my name to Lucky. I had never been <laughs> out of you know the that? country until I was an adult. And now I've traveled to over 70 countries. Um, wow. So I lived on the continent uh, in Zambia, in Mozambique, in Liberia, and Nigeria, oh, wow. uh, okay. in South Africa. Um, and I've also done work in other parts of the world. Uh, I was a regional director for Amnesty International, where I developed my human rights focus. And I work with a group called the National Democratic Institute, which is the international arm of the Democratic Party. Uh, but my roots oh. are here. In Atlanta, with the NAACP and with SCLC, Uh, those guys trained me. I remember once we were in a place uh, called Kite, Georgia. It really is a place named Kite. (laughs) And uh, we went to the restaurant, and uh, the lady said, is this for here to go? And there was an old commercial called E.F. Hudden. When E.F. Hudden speak, everybody listened. Everybody Mm -hmm. in the restaurant was listening. And when I turned around, Reverend Taylor And Reverend Osborne had taken a seat in the middle of the restaurant. So I turned back around and said, ma'am, this is for here. Because all of the black people were ordering to go. And it was those kinds of experiences that taught me how to make sure that I use my skills to help liberate our people. Amen. Uh, And, you know, the rest of the stuff that I've done is is interesting. Uh, I work with the World Council of Churches. We did a project here in the United States, Racism as a Human Rights Violation. And we had Uh hearings in uh, Pine Ridge, uh, Indian uh, country, and in Birmingham simultaneously because the two pillars of the founding of this country is genocide against indigenous people. Yep. and the enslavement of the African people. Absolutely. So when you all were initially talking about, I'm from Mississippi in Detroit, <laughs> Malcolm used to say, well, if a cat had kittens in the oven, that don't make them biscuits. So hey, hey, I a, lot that. People, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of people want to be anything but black.
2: <laughs> but if a cat had kittens in the, the oven, oven, that don't make yeah. them oh, biscuits. Yeah. Man.
0: But, but I also wanted to say on this Georgia thing that uh, for everybody who participated and those who didn't, it's like they say in church, everybody gave and didn't have it. You should take a deep breath and celebrate. Yes, this absolutely. is history. It's gonna be in the history books, and people gonna be writing about it and talking about it. I, I just wanted to say one other thing absolutely. when you all Remember. were talking so about, um,
2: yeah,
0: uh, Agent Orange right. getting right. out of here. Well, you know, this is a folklore. Every goodbye ain't gone. Hey, that's so, a true story. So Ooh. seventy-two million represents Trumpism. Man. Now, what what we should celebrate is this temporary thing because our people, especially a lot of the women right. in the poorest county in metropolitan Atlanta, in Clayton County, they were able to throw a body block against this fascism right. that was rising in the country. And I'm, I'm so there. proud of them and and I just wish I could. Uh, uh, there was a way for us to thank everybody. But those women in... Clayton County are the ones that put Biden over the top. Yeah. And we should recognize that. I think yeah. the other thing to point out is even though
2: they're talking about the margins in which Joe Biden is, has won or is winning the popular vote, the reality is a tremendous number of people still voted for Donald Trump. Absolutely. And to your point, they still live here. Like yeah. right? they're still here right now. And that's the America that they voted for. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, listen. Uh, a lot of people are arguing the point that well, everybody who voted for Trump isn't a racist. I, I think who said it's that? A, a lot of people saying that. Because uh, my my view <laughs> is that everybody, all seventy two million of them who voted for him, voted for a racist. Absolutely, Amen. and there ain't no no the confusion there. So, so yeah. they ain't a racist. They show
2: are okay with a racist. <laughs> correct. Though. They are alright with racism. And, and for me, you, you are both equally as. Uh, I ain't going to use no... Yeah, no well, code, mean, Offensive.
0: Yeah. Yes. The, the, mm-hmm. yeah I the, was going to say something started with an F, but uh, yes. You yeah. get, I, yep, I got you. Well, I mean, it, it gets worse. Because, uh, you know, there's a lot of races. But for people who are sick enough to uh, walk around and act like, as if COVID-19 don't exist. Oh, yeah. right. And oh, yeah. the way it's disproportionately impacting on African-Americans and indigenous peoples and Latinx folks. This, uh, if you aren't careful and this thing is running free, it's going to kill a whole lot of our people. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. I, I had said that, you know, and, and this isn't to ignore uh, what has happened to other groups, but if those in power know what this impact is being on national minority groups and they are allowing it to run rampant like this, the definition of genocide is the destruction in whole or in part of a national group racial or religious minorities. Yeah. And and people are dying. Yep. You know, and then I was telling them, but this ain't no game. They they by not doing anything, you are allowing things to happen. Right. And and we we, we itself, do have right? to take take uh take things seriously ourselves, but we can't blame the victim of, yeah. of a deadly disease that doesn't care what you look like, who you are,
2: where you're from. You know, you have to consider right that People are dying from COVID. People are dying from oppression. People are dying from racism. And when you really think about the number of people who we are losing and how we're losing them, not only are they dying, but many of them are dying in a sporting fashion, right? Because of the documentation of what's happening out here, there are people who watch these videos and react positively, who cheerlead, who commentate on the death and the murder of people who look.
0: State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington,
1: Illinois. You know what? We're going to jump into our wild black shit. Sorry, we was all over the place, sorry. No, 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 we good, we good. We we. You know, we get like that sometimes when, mm. when the content it's is, is, is real close to us. And, you know, w- w- we generally get to a point where sometimes, man, we almost may forget to get to the wild black shit. All right, so this is how it works. Three questions, two to get you loosened up. You already loosened up. Yeah. I could already yeah. tell uh, and then the third question is our signature question that we ask every single one of our guests. Mm. Um, and our, the answers are always amazing. All right, you ready to go? Yeah, let's go. Cool. First question. In the movie Coming to America, who was Prince Akeem's? compete? Who was he competing with to get Lisa from
0: McDowell's? The, I forget the Jerry Carroll boy name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. You, yeah. you you pinpointed him. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. It started with a D. Brother
1: Daryl. Daryl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, here go a bonus question. Finish the words of this song from the movie Coming to America. Feel free to sing it. Just let your soul
0: free. <laughs> glow, glow, glow. You, yeah, you know
2: yeah. it was it was uh... He's Still on liberation baby. Man, He's right. Still on liberation. you,
1: he <laughs> He's straight to
2: free. <laughs> free. That's <laughs> your soul free. I'm here. Yeah. For yes. the liberation of the
1: people. Yes. So glow. Glow. So glow. I remember so glow. Yeah. <laughs> Second question. Name your top 3 favorite black movies and why.
0: Django, Dang, My
1: man. My man. That's one of my favorites, yeah, too.
0: Yeah. Uh And the reason why... Yeah, that one on, listed. On, yeah. Uh, ...on Django is because of the role of Samuel Jackson, Steven. hmm mm-hmm. The way he had us hating Steven, the cat needed to get uh, uh <laughs> Academy Award. <laughs> Steve. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And 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 uh, we need to give out some Stephen Awards here in Georgia uh, to Man. Vernon Jones because uh, he's a, he, he's a sick person to jump into an audience full of white folks without masks. Uh-huh. Did you see him outside the State
2: Farm Arena the night they were counting the votes? He was out there with uh with Junior with Trump Junior.
0: Man, it was an embarrassment. No, oh, I, it was an embarrassment. Yeah, he's I, an embarrassment. To I didn't see it. The yeah. entire. Yeah. So we need to get him uh, the Stephen Tomism Award. <laughs> I like Do y'all that. have a Tomism award? You should create one. You know what we I should? We just I think we just did. <laughs> I think, I think you just blessed
1: us with a with a new section.
0: I like that. The uh, the other two. I mean, a lot of people compare Atlanta to Wakanda. Is the Black Panther?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: because yes, of the, I like it because of the sci-fi aspect to it, and it it uh, flipped the script. Yeah. Bro, you had that know, one too. Absolutely. It flipped. Boy, the script. Y'all in sync, boy. Yeah. yeah.
1: Absolutely. It'll now if you get, the third you get this third. One, I'm walking out. I'ma just knock the, the, the computer over. <laughs> Cause man. Because there's uh-huh. no wrong answers, but he got a couple that he wrote down. Y'all yeah. are y'all are, Those, those y'all two we, we in sync,
0: right? No, I I mean, uh the only other one is is a, a, a comedy for me. Okay. I'm gonna mm. get you sucker. Oh, That'd yeah, that's a good, that's one. A good yeah, one. One. yeah, that was a good one. That's a one. real and, uh, good one. Yeah, yeah it, Bunyan it, Haunted My Dreams. Man. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it goes back into uh, some of the stuff and that, that we laugh about, but, you know, those those movies that was made, we even call them exploitation movies now, but yeah. but really that was a, a time of, uh, of a lot of creativity, and it always had us fighting the man, mm-hmm. but if you notice, it was always some people— Working with the man and and, uh, and you know there was other other things in them that you could see. There was stand up yeah. people mm-hmm. all the time, you know. So, but that's that's just on the comedy level. I mean, I like your three. Yeah, you got three three
1: super dope ones. My my two was was Django and uh, Black Panther. Uh huh. And, and Black Panther was simply because of the sci fi. It's like the future of what what we can actually do as people. Yeah. When we really kind of unify and get together and then start moving in a singular direction, so so yeah yeah yeah, but that's
0: what Georgia represents.
1: Absolutely,
0: you know. Absolutely. Now people
1: know we can do it, and, and we're making some moves, yeah. which is yeah. which is a beautiful thing to see. Yeah. So so Vince, what you think? What what your, what's your top three are?
2: Oh well, you know curious. you know what number one is. The five, five heartbeats. heartbeats. You know what number one is. Yeah. Ain't, no, ain't no movie ever been made that's greater. Yeah, right. you, you, he, ain't no ever, he That's his number one of all time period. I mean, number one is It might be your number one, two, and three. Right, number one is obviously <laughs> the five heartbeats. After that, I'm gonna go with um Boys in the Hood is one of my favorite ones. I love, 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 love Boys in the Hood. And for number three, I gotta go with Black Panther. Okay. I gotta go with Black Panther. Yeah. God, I mean, you just what it what it what it meant, what it means, mm-hmm. what we've done, how we've emulated the belief in a Wakanda and created our own Wakanda. Right. Here. And even calling we, we it, are, it Wakanda. Like embracing the fact that black people can be all things, right? That's that's a beautiful thing. And then, you know, I'm gonna cheat and go to number four. You had it down, Malcolm X and Selma. Ooh. Which is four or five, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, cool, 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 cool. Let's hit this third question, signature question.
0: What do you love most about life while black? Uh, what we just ended on, the culture. Mm. Uh, I, I, as I said, I've traveled to a lot of different countries. I can actually, once you're out of the country, you can spot an African-American by the way she or he might be walking. Right, It's a mm-hmm. defiant kind of uh, aspect. You know, uh-huh. that we have. And, uh, 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 you know, how we talk, this is an accident of history. And if you listen, it sounds like we singing. It and, uh, and that's why I, a lot of people, it's a, Dr. King's way of delivering. It's like a song, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think the culture, all aspects of it, the arts, uh, 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 and, and the dancing and, and everything its it's, uh, You know, we we are new people and we create and have created new things. Uh, I'm not just saying that's all that we have aspired to do and and have been successful at. But, you know, the gospel, the blues, jazz, soul music, you know, hip hop and and, 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 uh, I mean, come on. And that uh, has uh, gone around the world. You know, unfortunately, sometimes for one reason or another, we don't appreciate it like we ought to. Uh, and we get caught up in certain things like this is all I want to hear. But, but I think, uh, you know, uh, we've been blessed to, to create things that, I mean, a lot of people say the only thing that the U.S. has ever given to the world is jazz and the nuclear bomb. You know, is unique, <laughs> but I think we've done more than that. But Absolutely. I'm just saying that that's that's that those kinds of art forms uh, haven't been created by nobody else. Mm. Yeah, you know, mm. I like
1: that. Yeah. In in culture, the entire culture, right? Yeah. Like all aspects of it, and I I think that's a beautiful answer, man. I I I love the fact that we do. I mean we we create we, we created something from nothing and pulled pieces together and made our own thing.
0: Yeah. Not and, too many and
1: people can say that they've done that.
0: Nah, and they, they uh when when we started on on the uh, topic, uh they outlawed uh us from beating the drums in South Carolina in sixteen thirty. And so mm. we couldn't couldn't beat the drum because they knew it was a form of communication, so we started beating our, our, our bodies. You know, that's where hand bone come from. I did not know that. Hambone, oh, really? where you been? Around the world and back again. Yeah, that's, you know, they outlawed the drum, you know? But we created. We created out of the air. Hey, when there's black yeah. folks involved, there's always a way. Yeah, nah, it can't stop people. There's I always mean, a way. You know, they they tried to excommunicate us from the human race, but they were unsuccessful. And you, you probably saw the scene. Uh, They're gonna change uh Kunta Kinte to Toby. It's a, a hell of a process, uh, and, and and unfortunately, some of it worked. It made us forget who we are. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think uh, you know, like McFadden uh, and Whitehead said, "Ain't no stopping us now." Because I think it's, it's a different mood out here right now. Yeah. <clears throat> People ain't taking this. At all. Uh, there's a, a piece I just hear, Sounds of Blackness. Uh, they were celebrating uh, Fan Lou Hamer, sick and tired of mm-hmm. uh, being sick, sick and, and tired, tired. of being sick yep. and tired. Oh, my God. It's, uh, it captures the mood right now. And uh, uh, I, I, I would recommend that to anybody in your listening audiences. If they haven't heard it already, they should definitely. And you said something that I, that I wanted
2: to dig in a little bit deeper on. You said they tried to make us forget who we are, right? Two questions did they succeed and if they succeeded with this reawakening or this reenergizing behind the idea of black and black power have we remembered who we
0: are well um it's a a, a heavy question because i don't want to give a simplistic answer on one hand you 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 can't remember what you do forgot. Yeah okay and, and it was reinforced uh on the other hand it's it's like uh, like they say in church uh, uh fire shed up in your bones mhma uh uh or uh uh whatever uh, you may be naming uh it's people trying to get back and they may not even know it uh speaking in tongues right, and shouting, yeah that's uh, uh, camp meeting that's African dance <clears throat> and trying to maintain some of your language it, it, it wrapped it into the culture again right <clears throat> and people don't know you know <clears throat> the washboard <laughs> things like this uh, it, a lot of that was heavily influenced by our African traditions and uh, uh, but the memory is there and when people know uh, it's like one of these sisters said. Uh, I mean, that's why I'm so proud of the Black Lives Matter people. She said, uh, "You lucky that we want to be equal and not fighting for revenge." Right. Correct. Given what happened Correct. to us for 246 years of enslavement, it's since you know in this this particular sector of North America. Right. Um. <laughs> And that that may be some of the fear that's driving people mad cuz you have to be mad to be voting for somebody who is 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 a sick person. Absolutely. I mean just at every level. It's a, abundantly a and obviously. Crazyology 1 on 1. I mean, yeah. we I You got a whole class yeah, in, for yeah. what, four years, man. right? So, but yeah, I mean, I I could I could go on but no, I don't think they were successful. Cuz we exist. And uh and there have been high periods and low periods. Right. And they've tried to write certain people out of history, like Paul Robeson. Right, right. Dr. Mm-hmm. said like, you can't do it. Those, all of our great people, they revered Africa and they fought for, uh, during their period of time, they fought against colonialism yeah. or whatever it might be. And that's what we got to do. We, we make our contribution. As uh, uh, Amakal Cabral, who was a, a freedom fighter in Guinea-Bissau, used to say, just be a humble person trying to do your duty in the context of your time. Mm. And that's that's our challenge. In the context of yeah. your time. That's it. I mean, it ain't, you know, some people want credit for everything. Other people just want to do. And, and this memory piece is very, very important. If you think that... Uh, Tim Cotton, he's a senator from Arkansas. Oh, yeah, we know If that. you I think know, he uh, was saying that uh, it was a necessary evil, it's not built on the memory of the Confederacy and why Donald Trump is fighting against those uh, uh, bases being renamed and all of that, uh, it, it ain't no accident. And so in these AP courses in high school and in the high schools, he's saying we ain't going to get no money if they use the 1619 curriculum,
2: mm-hmm.
0: what is the 1619 curriculum? It points out that we were uh, oppressed and exploited, but they want to write down that we were workers, we were migrant workers. Wait a minute, yeah, you can't now, it was a process. You can't, yeah, you can't change, we weren't slaves; we were enslaved. Yeah. It was a right. process, and so I think that's we uh, were not this. the action that was done to us. Yeah, <laughs> nor yeah, did man. we did we immigrate. Here. No, no, not There's at no all. Immigration. Uh-huh. We, we didn't. We didn't come here unwilling, like like willingly, right? Now, nah, and and you know, in our our tradition, uh, a lot of things. Are, uh, again, that we don't sing because we have sort of forgotten about it. But uh, oh, freedom, oh, freedom over me. And before I be a slave, I be buried in my grave. Go before home. Before I'll be a
2: that's, slave. That's, I'll be that a has meaning.
0: In my steal away that was uh, uh harry Tubman. As you mm-hmm. uh, told one scared negro <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> the only people to go to me go with me people that want to be free if you don't want to be free i leave you right here and and that kind of determination i think is what what uh is related to memory cuz if you know right then you're called to do something right and and, and that is the, the challenge a lot of people especially in the academy. We call them armchair revolutionaries. They got an answer to everything and won't bust a grape, mm. you know? Uh, mm. And the real, real situation. I was talking to some students today from Grambling and, and uh, Southern. Okay, and Southern I, and, University. I'm a yeah. graduate, so okay. I'm excited. Yeah, and I told them that a lot of times all people know about Southern and Grambling is football. That's, yeah. But they, they are working on environmental justice issues. And, and I told them how important the work is because it has application around the world, and so we we have to break through stereotypes that have been engendered and imposed on us. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I, I think that, that memory is a key to that. So I don't. I, they haven't been successful. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's, but a lot of people uh, watch too
2: much Tarzan. Right. <laughs> I-, I love the focus on memory, and I know we we got other things to talk about, but this I think this is needed, and it's so good. So I want to ask an additional question there, right? Something that I've personally been dealing with and struggling with is as my grandparents got older and they eventually passed, I lost my my last grandmother um, Valentine's Day last year around mm-hmm. there, right? I began really, really thinking about how do we capture the story, right? How how do we contain, encapsulate, and guarantee the memories are here to be passed on, right? Because I can tell my children so much. Yeah. But every time we lose someone of that stature, my grandmother was 95 yeah. years old. Yeah. There's a lot in there, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. How do we do a better job of making sure that the memories in our history is there to be told?
0: Well, well we have to value it first mm-hmm. and, and not see uh, seniors within our community as people that you can just throw away. You know, it's, it's so much of our history is tied up with people. You know, one time my grandmother, uh, she was a mother in the church, and and one of the sisters, they were uh, up to, um, somebody had to read the Bible, you know, opening Bible verse. And uh, so they were pushing the book to each other because neither one could read. And we didn't know. So it was so funny to us as children, but we never investigated. Why couldn't they read? Yeah. They didn't have no opportunity to go to school. But my grandmother is the same person who taught me uh, about the laws of physics and political science. The pressure will burst the pipe. <clears throat> and lessons like give out before you give up. <clears throat> these, are, these people had wisdom. <clears throat> and, and, and many of them had stories that they didn't share because they didn't think nobody was interested in it. Mm-hmm. You know, and so we have to uh, find ways and means to recover some of that stuff. Something that went on during the uh, the the the, the depression era, the '30s, a lot of the slave narratives that were written down. And I think uh, you know maybe we should try now to begin to capture things uh, because there was a whole lot that went on uh, in the last century, and some people are still around and they were part of it. We only talk about the big. The, the the grass tops but a lot of the grassroots people that were involved mm-hmm. uh, it's just a lot of lessons there and and everybody wasn't involved some of my friends said everybody who say they were involved the earth would be tilted you know <laughs> but I march with my Mar- name march nowhere but hey. that's okay you know uh, but I think that that's the thing I I'm, I'm looking at uh, uh some of the, the ancestry things in my family now and right you know we can't let those people First of all, we have to discover who, who they were, but we can't let it just be they were a name, yeah. which was yeah. imposed on them. Yeah. It ain't even their name, yeah. you know? But, but, I mean, like, for instance, in Virginia, where I'm from, the first woman, the first person executed was a black woman. And she was executed, you know, the death penalty right? mm-hmm. for poisoning the master. Now, what, what did the master do? Now, I don't know what she did, why she did what she did, right. but as an enslaved person, you got a right to fight against slavery. Yeah, so, so him. I'm trying to work with some of my people to see if we you can. You know, get a there's a, there's a story, story there, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, and we should be honoring her. I mean, that's that's this the, is the, the amount of courage and,
2: yeah. and especially considering those times,
1: man, yeah, man. But, but that's a story, though, right? Like when you think about that, like building that narrative to tell somebody, <laughs> it's empowering to people that. Look like I mean it, it didn't even have to be a direct like bloodline like connection. It could be anybody who looks
2: like her that's that's heavily empowering but just just hearing that makes me um, yeah so there's this popular line now and and I, I I actually wore a t-shirt that said it for a month or two, and then I recognized what I was saying and I took it off. But you hear people say, you know, be careful, don't catch these hands because I'm not my ancestors." right? It initially, I thought it was a catchy line until I really thought about what that meant, right? You're calling your ancestors... Weak. Weak. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, fully recognizing that they were far stronger than most, if not all of us, even can comprehend, like, the, the, what they suffered through, how they fought, whether they fought physically or mentally, right? Even down to her poisoning, you know, the, the master, so to speak. That that takes a tremendous amount of courage about that, and strength though. and pride. She
1: poisoned her master, come on, man! That's, well, that's, the, that's the, the, thing, the ultimate you know? strength
0: right there. But, that's what everybody should do. Yeah, but see, in this 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 uh, this dominant submissive relationship, slave master, yeah, you have to submit, yeah, in order to be enslaved. Mm-hmm. And uh, you could physically be enslaved, but to the extent that you are saying, "No, I'm not going to accept this status," and and I'm not gonna allow you to dehumanize me and rape me, right? And do other kinds of uh, acts of torture against me mm-hmm. without me exerting my humanness and my dignity. And and that takes a lot of different forms. Yeah. Uh, and that that that's the liberating uh, piece here is that you know we celebrate some people because we locked into uh, some ideas that. Even people like King didn't believe in that uh, our whole history of struggle got to be nonviolent. No. Correct. Nat Turner was a preacher and he saw a blood red moon and knew that was a signal. Mm. And, you know, everybody doesn't have to say that, Okay, we have to use violence. That's not what I'm preaching. I'm saying in the context of being enslaved, Mm. what do you do? You fight for freedom. Right. Right. By I mean, by any means, yeah, and that's, looks, that's that can look a whole yeah. lot of different ways, yep. uh, and, and so it should look a lot of different so there ways. are a lot of heroes and heroines uh, uh, that we ignore, yeah, uh, because of the particular method we we use contemporary lens to look back as opposed to looking back in the context that it existed in. I like you know? that. and so I, I just think we're dealing with a a lot of gaps that that we have to try to fill. And we have to do our best to fill those gaps. Yeah. Uh, it's going to take some time, but it, there have been high periods before. In fact, during the 70s, we knew more about what was happening in Africa than we do now. Right. Yeah. When we got computers and everything, that, that the, the information is accessible. Yep. More you easily know? now than ever before. Yeah. Well, look, I think that's
2: a, that's a great transition, right? Yeah, so it is. Let's, as great as this conversation has been, and Lord, it's been great. I, I do want to get into... Africa, Africa a little bit right and you just you just made a point that's great people in the 70s knew far more about Africa than we do today and we've got technology and access that's unparalleled right we've never had had it like this before so i want to jump on that and I, and i kind of want to start with the, the very first question is i want to dig into your perspective on what is Africa versus what we've been told Africa is but i want to start with the fact that Africa is a continent and not
1: right. not a country. a country correct yeah, yeah. Which, which I mean, the map, like the 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 level of scale you have to think about because contextually nobody nobody thinks about it
0: like that. And like, the representation
2: oh. on the map is wrong. Yeah,
0: Correct yeah. on most of the maps. Yeah. Well, two things first: the knowledge piece. Right. Um, Africa is marginalized when it comes to the foreign policy of the United States. So when they talk about well, what's going to be the difference with Biden? But you don't even hear Africa mentioned. Uh, um, so. In this country, you have to search high and low to even get any information on what's going on in Africa. You almost have to be a specialist. Right. Uh, and the lack of knowledge about Africa will lead you to think that it's a country. Uh, Correct. Or, or that Madagascar is a movie. Correct. You know, and, right. And and so the marginalization of Africa in terms of foreign policy, it, it also reflects this schizophrenic nature of of This society, it don't want to talk about Africa. Mm. Because if you talk about Africa, then you got to talk about how did these 45 million African-Americans come to be? Mm. Because as I tell some of my students, we didn't always exist. And Dr. Jennings, what you talking about? african American. We are a combination and a mixture of people through a cruel process that produced us. Right. You know, uh, uh, Richard Wright wrote about our strange birth. And and that's how we became who we are. For a three-year period, African Americans or African descendant people were freed in 1865. Abraham Lincoln, right. slavery is over, right? Right. Except for some people and you know, prisoners, right? right. Okay, but anyway, the 13th Amendment. Well, it was 1868 when we became citizens. Fourteenth Amendment. So what was our status between 1865? In 1868. Wow. Yeah. is the Freedmen's Bureau. When you look it up, and this you should give your people some some homework. When you wow. look it up, the Freedmen's Bureau was called the Freedmen's Bureau for Refugees. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we were refugees for a three-year period. And and for poor whites and, 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 and uh, uh, contraband, you know? In real refugees. If you look it it up right now, because the Freedmen's Bureau was located at Howard University, look at what the the name of it is. And and so for us to have a xenophobic or bigoted view towards refugees or to migrants trying to uh, uh, obtain asylum, it makes no sense. But it goes back to the question that you raised earlier about memory. If we don't even think about that, and we don't think about how we became African-Americans. Yeah. Um, and I'm not just talking about name. I appreciate Reverend Jackson uh, helping us to recognize that we are African descendants by, by fighting for us to adopt this, this, this term, African-Americans. I know there's a lot of controversy right now. Mm-hmm. And some people only want to be referenced as uh, people of African descent who were enslaved in this country. I ain't really arguing with people. Mm-hmm. All yeah. I'm saying is that the boats dropped us off everywhere. There was a process that we'll talk about in a second, and and we can't end up internalizing and fighting against ourselves. Yeah. Now I'm not Those excusing trivial things. trivial things, but yep. I'm not excusing opportunistic behavior by people who just migrating over here now, who are taking advantage of the struggles. Correct. That African Americans have went and fought for and died for, et cetera. But it ain't just African descendant people who just coming over doing that. White women were the biggest beneficiaries of affirmative action. Right. Okay? And I ain't against white women moving up because they were looked at as property uh, for most of their existence in this country, too. But I'm talking about African descendant people. And to the extent that we know about the various struggles that people are going through and the, to the extent that we can tell people about our struggle, uh, the solidarity, the convergence of interest will, will be easier to achieve. Uh, but it begins with the whole question of knowledge. And back to your question, let me just tell you what you asked me Africa um, uh, on just the size of Africa, the magnitude of it, India, Canada. And the United States could fit within Africa, mm-hmm. and those are three of the largest countries in the world. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. And 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 the continent is the second largest continent, um, and and it it you know it, it sort of sits uh, uh, half of it is above the equator and half of it is below the equator, and for a lot of the people who are into the scientific yes. uh, things, you 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 wonder okay how did this place just land right here and um uh, but the continent is perfectly located uh uh to develop and exploit solar energy uh which is 21st century you know cuz it's got sunlight every day mm-hmm. okay uh africa is also the second most populous continent it has uh, 1.2 billion people. It's expected that by 2050, that will double and have about two billion people or more. Uh, 60, just for context,
2: what what is the the United States population? Three hundred million, something like three hundred twenty. Yeah, three
0: twenty,
2: three yeah, 320, twenty-five. Yeah. I mean, just to just to, to give you something to compare, right? We're talking about let's say 1.2, 1.3, 1.2, three billion yeah. mm-hmm. versus less less than. Less than half a billion. Yeah. yeah. That's what but, almost
0: four times is population. Four it's, times, yeah. 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 But wow. but but 60% of the African population is under 25. Wow. And in fact, the median uh age is 18. So Africa is the youngest continent. And in fact, uh, uh Really? By uh uh in a few years, it'll be the only continent where the birth rates are at replacement. In most other continents, uh it's, it's zero, yeah, and Europe is declining, yeah, okay. And so um you take a country like Uganda, 70 percent of its population are young people. You know, the other thing about the continent is that it um it has provided so much uh, of the core mm. uh, things needed for the old economy. Everybody
1: loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries
0: on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oil, diamonds, industrialized diamonds, etc. Yep. cetera. Yep. And all kinds of minerals uh, that, um, w- you know, we wouldn't even think about. Um, in, in fact, uh, some of the more profitable Uh, minerals, gold and diamonds. Africa, uh, less than a decade ago, 22% of the world's total production of gold came from Africa. And South Africa accounts for almost half of the gold. I actually hear that, and I hear
2: something very interesting, right? The, The premise of vibranium inside of Black Panther being a mineral that comes exclusively from Wakanda is actually true. It's just multiple minerals and, and metals are comprised of what vibranium represents, right? Af- Africa is producing a shit ton of the important stuff that we need.
0: Yeah, and, and, and some of the diamonds that the I'm talking about, resources. some of the diamonds that I'm talking about are that quality. It, it's, it's not, I mean, I'm not talking about the bling bling you know that yeah. the that, that, that people wear yeah. i'm talking about the industrialized diamonds Correct. that people use, use to cut shit. to cut yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 right, <laughs> right. the so, real diamonds <laughs> yeah. but but uh some of the uh, other uh things that were in the old economy but are so essential for the present economy is like platinum that's used in jewelry and in uh industrial applications nickel with stainless steel, magnets, coins, uh, rechargeable batteries. Mm-hmm. Nickel cadmium. Yeah. All you know, this is coming out bauxite, of... Bauxite. Yeah, that aluminum uh, uh, comes from. Uh, and cobalt. You ain't gonna have no smartphone without cobalt. Okay? Uh, uranium. Yeah. 90, yeah. 90% of the uranium in and the world... In come located out ...located of- in two countries, in Africa. Mm-hmm. Uh, that doing uh, one of the investigations... Uh they were talking about yellow cake. Right. Yeah. The French are in Niger taking uranium out 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and uh if you remember one of these these uh US uh was recently uh attacked there because they happened to provide security <laughs> well, what the, for the French operation. And and um I, I think that you know, what the United States is doing in Africa, we don't know a lot about because it's not discussed. I mean, yeah. it's all public record, yeah. uh, except for the covert activities. And they that even uh, is supposed to be known by members of Congress. Um, but I, I think that when you look at the role of Africa, it, you got to go back to the colonial period uh, because the continent... Uh, is what we call in economics was uh, it had its normal flow interrupted. That's what slavery was, and the legacy and the consequences are not only felt here but there. Uh, and that's why you have a lot of port cities because it was an extractive process. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, some through trade, others through kidnapping. Uh, but it was a uh, 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 dehumanizing process, bringing people back across the Atlantic. Dr. Du Bois said that the slave ships were so regular that it changed the patterns of the shocks, because they knew they were yep. going to eat. Hey, family, I told you.
2: You've now been through part one of Dr. Keith Jennings, and I know you feel better about yourself already. I know you learned something, but all I can tell you is the last few lines you heard in this episode is where the next begins. And we're getting ready to go deep into the history of a people, of our people. So that pad and that pen you got, put them to the side because you're going to need them again next week. Put them to the side because you're going to need them again next week when he comes and he finishes delivering. You will be better. This is Wakanda. Peace, love you, out.